as I mentioned earlier, uh, New York-based pianist, composer Larry Fuller will be joining us shortly. And uh, just for your information, the um, broadcast will be on several streaming devices, uh, Twitter or X, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. So if you want to see what we look like, you can uh, join us there. Um, in the meantime, we're going to play a tune from uh, Larry Fuller's latest release called Overjoyed, and that's on the Capri label. This is the Mooch. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to Jazz Haven. Uh, how have you been? Oh, good, thank you. Good. Uh, now, if you recall, this uh, interview was supposed to take place three years ago, January of 2020, but I think it was wow. a, there was a death in your family, and uh, we had right. to postpone it. You, you were at the side door that coming weekend. Okay. All right. right. All right. Does yeah. it does it ring a bell at all? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so I maybe... had forgotten about that, but oh. it's my pleasure to be here now. So. Okay. You. Great. Welcome. And um, we've had a pandemic since then. So uh, what's yeah. what what's been happening with you uh, in the last three years? Maybe just you know some brief things that are important to you since twenty twenty. Yeah, well, um, you know, through the pandemic, I, I did a series of uh, streamed concerts like so many musicians were doing. Uh, but I had the pleasure to have some um, a series of concerts with some great guest artists, you know, with my trio. Uh, we had uh, uh, 
we 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 were using this venue. It's a, a loft out outside of uh, uh, Philadelphia, and mm -hmm. so it was kind of a nice uh, venue that the bassist uh, Matthew Parrish had uh, access to. And so anyway, we streamed these concerts, uh, trio concerts, but with guests, and we had uh, uh, different uh, episodes. You know, we had uh, Ken Poplowski and uh, Warren Wolf did one, uh, Terrell Stafford and uh, Houston Person, uh, Peter Bernstein did another one. So, oh, um, you know, those were, those kept me busy through the, uh, through the pandemic and then okay. uh, just you know, since uh, things have been opened up now, I'm just trying to do, you know, resume my touring schedule and uh, just played with uh, the great Houston person recently and uh, yeah. looking forward to this engagement up at the side door coming okay. up this weekend. Okay. Um, now, you perform mostly in trios or quartets. Is that your preference? And have you done other things that maybe uh, we're not aware of? In, in larger groups? I mean, over the, yeah, over the course of my career, I've, you know, played with uh, um, some really great singers and, you know, sometimes with larger ensembles, but the bulk of my uh, career has been playing uh, with a trio, you know. I've been leading my own trio, but I, in my career, I started out, I have kind of the unique experience of having played in two trios that were not led by the piano uh, mm. chair so i played in the great drummer jeff hamilton's trio and then later on um i played in ray brown's trio ray brown so that gave me a lot of experience yeah i got mm. a lot of experience you know playing playing uh in that format but uh watching you know two great musicians lead their group so that was a great experience for me Tell us about how you connected up with Ray Brown in the first place. Because you were with him for about two or three years? Yeah, I was I was with him until he passed away. And yeah, so you were the last group in, the last pianist to uh, play uh, in his trio. Yeah, great. Yes, I was. I, I joined in 2000, and he passed away in uh, July of 2002. So I was with him for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, getting back to how I joined Ray, I, uh, I was, as I mentioned, I was playing in Jeff Hamilton's trio and, uh, and, uh, Ray heard me play with Jeff. And I also, uh, I think I first played with Ray at, at one of these, uh, jazz parties where they kind of mix and match all the musicians, you know, mm -hmm. and then, uh, I did a recording in, in 1998 while I was still in Jeff Hamilton's trio and I, I uh, asked Ray if he would record with me and he agreed to. So I did this recording with Jeff and uh, Jeff Hamilton and Ray Brown. And then. Uh, so Ray Brown was so your Ray side man. So Ray Brown was your uh, side he, man. On that record, yeah. Yeah. He, he'd agreed to record with me. And then uh, uh, at some point shortly after that, Jeff Keezer, his pianist at the time, couldn't make a tr uh, a tour in Europe, so he uh, he thought of me. And uh, you know, I happened to know quite a few of the arrangements that they were playing, so I think that helped me, uh, you know, in, in uh, 
you know, Ray deciding to call me uh, to, when Jeff Kieser actually ended up leaving the group. So, uh, you know, we did this tour of Europe and I, I, I knew enough of the material that we could play race material. I didn't know all of it, but, you know, enough to make it, uh, you know, a tour out of it where he could play, we could play the, the arrangements and so forth. So, uh, great. That's kind of how that happened, yeah. He spent uh, quite a bit of time with the Oscar Peterson uh, Trio, and um, Oscar Peterson Trio has a new release out. Did you know that? Con Alma. I, I, saw, I saw something about that, yeah. It's yeah. amazing all these recordings that are coming up out of the, yeah, they the seem woodwork to, that are... Yeah, they seem to find them uh, in the vaults or buried yeah, somewhere. So this one is live in Lucano in 1964, and Very it's uh, Ray Brown with Ed Thigpen and mm -hmm. Oscar Peterson. <laughs> just listen to this for a bit. background for a little bit um the first tune we played uh before we started talking was from your uh third release i think your third recording yeah. and uh overjoyed it's called and uh it was called the mooch now there's got to be a backstory to that how did you come up with that title that's your composition right <laughs> I wasn't thinking, you know, when I titled it that, the the, the classic Ellington tune, the Mooch. But uh, uh -huh. yeah, I just it, it was just a name, a little endearing name for. I, I wrote it for our little our little family member, our dachshund. He was always oh, so playful and, and brought <laughs> such happiness and joy to our family. And he was always, of course, mooching for stuff. So. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> okay. wrote that little well, kind of vibe, groove that sort of captured his personality, I think, you know. All right. Well, that's a good story. Yeah. Now, uh, the question everyone here in the greater New Haven area is asking, are you related to uh, Jeff Fuller? No. Do you know no. Jeff Fuller? I, I don't know Jeff. I know I know of him. I, okay. I don't think I've ever met Jeff. Yeah, there were a few Fullers in the jazz, uh, in uh, uh, the jazz world. You know, of course, yeah. the great Curtis Fuller. Curtis. But also, uh, there was a Canadian musician. Uh, uh, J uh, I, can't, I can't think of his first name right now. Uh, drummer. But anyway, yeah. Okay. No, I'm not related to Jeff. Okay, all right. Well, that was the, the big question around here. Well, is he related to Jeff? No, no, no. Uh, now, Houston person, how did you uh, make that connection? Oh, boy, I've been knowing Houston for a long time. You know, I when I was working with Ernestine Anderson, um, 
he was at the time he had that his group with the great singer Etta Jones and Etta and used and Etta and uh, Ernestine were very good friends. So I I think I first started being around him back in those days. But I I just think over the you know I played a lot of these festivals and parties, jazz parties where they mix and match artists together, and I. I think I played with Houston in some of those party formats initially, and uh, mm. just it's always a pleasure to play with him. You know, he's such an icon and just yeah. so inspiring. I mean, his age—you know—he's 89 and he just sounds so great. Still, it's amazing, and he's traveling still. And yeah. Just a blessing that he's still doing it. You know. Yeah. Did you know he was from New Haven? New Haven, Connecticut. Houston? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I thought he was from uh, Florence, South Carolina. No, New Haven, Connecticut. And uh, we, um, well, we, uh, he just was presented uh, last month with an award for uh, one of New Haven's living legends. So, uh, and he did, he performed. It was incredible, incredible. Oh, yeah. And the yeah, people, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, here's a little bit of um, your last recording with Houston Person. It's uh, Reminiscing at Rudy's, the name of the uh, the release. And it was recorded at Rudy Van Gelder's famed studios, Inglewood Clips, New York, New Jersey. Yeah, so that must have been an experience. That was a thrill because, you know, I, I, had, never, uh, I had never recorded there. And so that was a thrill, you know. I mean, geez, the history of the that history, place and yeah. all the, all the, you know, you go in there and just all these classic, you know, albums that are on on the walls, and it's just amazing, you know. So yeah, Houston's like, been record, Houston's been recording there for years, you know. So it's got to yeah, be like was, a museum. Was, <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. And you know, you yeah, you never know it was there. I mean, it's just this kind of nondescript building that sits back way down the driveway and oh. yeah you know it's amazing yeah yeah, yeah well we're going to hear a little bit of at long last love from houston person reminiscing at rudy's with russell malone larry fuller matthew parrish and lewis nash Comp in, in there by uh, Larry Fuller. 
So, uh, now who's in your trio this weekend? Uh, I have uh, the great drummers. Uh, actually, uh, Carmen and Tori is doing uh, Friday night, and Jason Tiemann, who's been playing with me for a number of years, will be uh, playing on Saturday night with me. And uh, Lauren Cohen is the bassist. He's a great bass player on the scene in New York and played with uh, Monty Alexander and a lot of other great artists. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Great Sounds good. And um, who's your favorite pianist? I have so many that I love, but I, I, I have to say I, I love Name all the a few, guys maybe. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, uh, well, you know, I love Oscar Peterson, Phineas Newborn, uh, Cedar Walton, um, uh, Monty Alexander, uh, and uh, Gene Harris, and so would you, Jones. Would you, you say know? that you try to model yourself after some of those pianists, or you just have your own yeah, thing and have yeah, been doing know, that for Yeah, I've tried to play along with all those records and absorb and steal things that I can. You know? I hear you. You ultimately want to, you got to make it come out in your own voice. But yeah, that you know, just trying to learn in a real organic way from the masters is how I, how I learned when I was young, you know, playing with recordings and trying to steal things off the records and and when you were young you started playing piano when you were 10 or 11 years old yeah about that about 10 years old which is not really that young you know some a lot of people start kids start at four or five but anyway yeah i bet i started uh, around that age and you know i mean it's uh, such a different scene now with, with how yeah. you know jazz education and everything is you know in the academic uh uh does the name candy johnson mean anything to you <laughs> yeah that was one of my first uh mentors and teachers he was a great tenor player that had a uh, uh he had a program in the public schools where i grew up in toledo ohio and he uh then he started taking me under his wing and taking me on on his own gigs when I was a young teenager and uh, so I was blessed to have some great mentors like that you know okay now is there anything we we are kind of getting to a close here um, anything you'd like to say or you'd like uh, our listeners to know before they go to the concert on Saturday or Friday yeah well, well, first of all, I appreciate, appreciate everyone supporting this art form and live music. And, uh, you know, we're just uh, looking forward to swinging and playing some music that will hopefully, you know, have a great time and uplift people. And, uh, you know, I, I try to play great music, but music that is for people. You know, that's what I try to do. So absolutely uh, it's a great venue too the side door is a great venue so oh yeah know, we need we we need to support these venues uh, that are keeping this music going and so uh anyway it's uh, i always it's always such a great crowd there and yeah. old lime and appreciate all the people that come out for sure yeah that's connecticut's premier jazz spot and yeah. uh we're certainly glad it's there Okay, Larry, uh, we want to thank you for joining us. 
We're going to uh, close out our program here with uh, uh, release from your latest recording. And do you have anything new coming out anytime soon? Are you going to be recording? Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to be working on a on a, on a new project soon. I, I I don't have anything in stone with it, but yeah, definitely time to do another one. All right, sounds good. This is from your 2019 recording, Overjoyed, and it's the title track. Okay, Larry, thanks. Thank you. Sir. All right, we look forward to your concert Friday and Saturday at the Side Door Jazz Club. Okay, great, thank you.